1: Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more
2: information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Paul Rubens, a.k.a. Pee Wee Herman, passed away yesterday.
3: Yeah, this is so sad. He was such a huge part of growing up for me. Like, I remember just watching him every Saturday morning, loving Pee-wee's Big Adventure. I mean, we still quote that movie. Tell him, Large Marge sent you. Yeah. I mean, it was so sad. So he actually lost uh, a—he did a private battle with cancer. He was 70 years old. No one knew about it at all, very similar to, like, Norm MacDonald, who passed away also. He never really told—Paul never really told anyone about it. Uh, His family issued a statement saying, Paul bravely and privately fought cancer for years— with his trademark tenacity and wit. And Paul Pee Wee actually had a statement ready to go. He said, please accept my apology for not going public with what I've been facing for the last six
2: years. Wow.
3: I know. Isn't that a crazy? That long? Yeah, he said, I've always uh, felt a huge amount of love and respect from my friends, fans, and supporters. I have loved you all so much and enjoy making art for you. Wow. So I didn't realize this, but it happened back in the 1970s when Pee-wee actually, well, when Paul actually created the character of Pee-wee when he was a part of the Groundlings comedy troupe in California. And then he turned that into a stage show, which led to an HBO special. And then that actually turned into a movie, which was the directorial debut for Tim Burton, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Huh. I had no idea. I, I didn't either. I feel like I watched this all this years, all these years and had no idea. Right. Um. He actually did a sequel to that too, Pee-wee's Big Top, which is where he took the circus on. That happened in 1988. And then in 1986, that's when he started the Saturday morning show that we all learned to love, Pee-wee's Playhouse. I still remember the words.
2: Something a lot of people don't know about Pee-wee's Playhouse. The theme song you're hearing right now? Yes. Was sung by Cindy Lauper. Oh, Paul Rubens and Mark Mothersbaugh from Devo helped write it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Along with George McGrath. But Cindy Lauper didn't want people to know it was her
3: that she pitched her voice up 800
2: levels. Yeah, so she had them credit her as Ellen Shaw. that's weird. Not Cindy Lauper, but anyway, that's her voice.
3: Yeah, well, that Pee Wee's Playhouse would have gone on for a very long time and ended in 1991 after he was arrested for indecent exposure in Sarasota, Florida. But after that, he went on to do a lot of roles, including Batman Returns, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Mystery Men, and then my favorite role for him in Blow which is the movie that he was in with Johnny Depp and Penelope Cruz. That was great. He was incredible. That's
2: a great movie. That is
3: a great movie. People have kind of forgotten. Totally. And it's on, I think it's on, like, Netflix. Like, every now and then it'll, like, pop up, like, suggested for you. Mm. Uh, He was also the voice of Locke in The Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, And then also, I don't know if you know this, but on Pee Wee's, there were tons and tons of people like paying tribute to him. But did you know that Natasha Lyonne actually got her start on Pee Wee's Playhouse? No. Yeah. So she did. She did a nice touching tribute to him yesterday. She said, thank you so much for my career and your forever friendship with all through all these years and for teaching us what the true original meaning of fun is.
2: David Letterman had Pee Wee Herman on his original show late night with David Letterman back in the NBC days. He had him on several times and I found a clip of him with Dave in 1985, a week before his first movie, Pee Wee's big adventure would open. Mm-hmm. His his movie would be a hit. It'd be a smash hit. Um, but this was him reading his movie reviews on Letterman before most people had a chance to actually see the movie.
1: Please welcome movie star Pee-wee Herman. (laughs) It's been a long time. You've been away making the film? Yeah, I've been away making the film. <laughs> y- Congratulations. I understand it turned out very nicely. You're getting uh, good reviews. You get some reviews, have you? Yeah. Yeah, I just happened to have a
0: few of the reviews with me, Dave. All right. This is the Hollywood Reporter. That's a big, you know, trade industry paper. It says, Pee-wee's Big Adventure isn't just the funniest movie of the year. It's one of the funniest movies ever. <laughs> <laughs>
1: A delight. I like this movie so well that I've seen it twice. So boy, that's very impressive. Yeah, that's my dad's review. (laughs) (laughs) That's
2: pretty good. (laughs) Pee Wee Herman, Paul Rubens gone to the age of seventy. More e news coming up next.
3: Always feel confident on your second date with help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com.
2: Surgery has an art.
1: Girlfriend now is pretty cool. One of the good ones, I think. If I had to nitpick, I'd say sometimes she's a little too sensitive. Like the other day she got her hair cut, got two inches trimmed off of her hair, and then came home and cried about it for two hours over a haircut I couldn't believe it so finally I went to her I said baby what are you so upset about it's just a haircut I'm the one who's got to find a new girlfriend (laughs) she got mad she got really mad like a month ago because she had emailed me a naked picture of herself which is a nice thing to do but then I messed up and I accidentally forwarded that email to both of my parents. Now, my girlfriend is furious, like mortified, but I don't even care. Cause now I've got to call up my mother and say, mom, I am so sorry. That picture was just for dad. <laughs> ah, that's
2: Anthony Gzelnik. In honor of National Girlfriend Day, August 1st is National Girlfriend Day, FYI.
3: Oh, that's today.
2: That's today.
3: I wonder if I'll get some sort of Facebook tribute from Scott.
2: You should get a Facebook tribute. (laughs) If you don't, then it's...
3: We're not official.
2: (laughs) Right. He doesn't really love you. I know. (laughs) Mentalfloss.com put together a list of 13 lies that movies tell us. And I won't read all of them to you, but I'll just read you some of the ones that kind of struck me as, as kind of funny. Uh, let's take Jurassic Park, for instance. If you recall the movie Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. uh, as long as you don't move, because the T-Rex can't see things that are moving. So as long as you don't move, the T-Rex won't see you.
3: Yes, that was a big part of that movie when they were all in lockdown on the kitchen. They were like, don't even breathe.
2: Yeah. Well, according to a study, a T-Rex's vision is actually 13 times better than a human's.
3: See, that makes sense. If you're, you know, you feel like a dinosaur would be able to see you no matter what. You would think. Moving or not.
2: Right. Uh, Here's another one. That you can walk away from an explosion without being knocked over.
3: Yeah, this happens a lot, like Die Hard and all those tra- – what is that, the Transformer movie? Yeah, a
2: lot of times, especially in sort of the final scene of the movie, like in the final climax when when the hero of the movie, you know, when the badass does that final explosion, you know, that he hits the little remote control and the thing blows up behind him as he's sort of walking away effortlessly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not real.
3: That I mean, because really you, you would way. think that you would definitely – If you weren't knocked over, you would definitely feel the burn of the heat.
2: Yeah, it would jar you for sure. Uh, Here's another one. Anybody who's ever watched Star Wars or really any space movie, battles in space are usually pretty loud. But in reality, sound as we know it does not exist in space.
3: Yeah, I didn't really realize that either. Yeah, but you know what? I went to the Star Wars bar when I was on our Disney cruise. Yeah. And so that, like, behind the bar, they have these giant television screens yeah. that make you feel like you're in the galaxy. Oh, that's cool. And, and it's really cool. Like, the sounds and the noise and, like, the little
2: yeah. that
3: kind of thing. That yeah. That really neat. So I choose to believe there is sound in space.
2: All right. All right, here's another one. That bald eagles sound majestic.
3: Now, this upsets me a little.
2: Have you noticed that whenever you see a bald eagle depicted in a movie or a TV show, it makes sort of this screech, this this majestic, menacing screech? Yeah. That's actually not the sound of a bald eagle. That is the sound of a red-tailed hawk, which is often used in movies... To sound like a bald eagle.
3: But now I want to know what does the bald eagle really sound like? I mean, I'm going to have to pull this up on YouTube.
2: It's more of a cackling sound than a screech. That makes sense.
3: Not quite as fun. No.
2: Uh, What else? What else? What else? Another another lie that movies tell us that silencers on guns Mm -hmm. are actually silent. Gun silencers only suppress the sound of gunfire. It doesn't get rid of it completely like you've seen in John Wick. So that's a myth.
3: Yeah, because it always feels like it's one of those like right
2: you know,
3: when they shoot the silencer.
2: It's actually louder than that in real life. Uh here's another one. The lie that in in that you've seen in movies where really grainy images or video can be enhanced to perfect clarity which is possible to an extent but it's not like how you see in movies like taken or blade runner
3: yeah because they show it like going like over and over and over again right coming and then getting a crystal clear yeah like oh it really was jeff thomas yeah
2: yeah you you can clean it up a little bit but Not Not like like that. Photo editing cannot add facial features that aren't already there.
3: They do that a lot on like the NCIS shows as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh,
2: Another lie that movies tell us that you can't file a missing person report until the person has been missing for at least 24 hours or quite some time, which is actually false. There's uh, no waiting period, actually, before you can report a person is missing.
3: That's good to know. Every
2: circumstance is different. Uh, Another lie that movies tell us, that you can suck the venom out of a snake bite.
3: Yeah, I mean, would you even want to try this?
2: Uh, No, because there is a risk of infection, and it can enter your bloodstream, especially if there's an open wound in your mouth. And besides, venom moves too fast for any suction tactic to make a difference. And then finally, you've seen in movies where, you know, somebody like sneaks up behind someone and they... And they cover their nose with uh, with a rag of chloroform, and they just suddenly drop unconscious. Mm-hmm. That's not actually how it goes in real life. Chloroform only works uh, after maybe two to five minutes if there's an unusually high dosage used, but more often oh. than not, it doesn't.
3: Yeah, because it it's knock like instant like when you see it in the movie. Right. Yeah.
2: Anyway, that's just a few of them. I thought those were.
3: I do think those are pretty interesting. Somewhat interesting. All right, well it all started with a simple 36G bra at the Drake show. What was that a couple of weeks ago that we were talking about
2: this? Yeah, a woman tossed a bra onto the stage during the mm-hmm. Drake concert and he looks at he holds it up and he looks at the tag and it said 36G and he was very impressed.
3: He was very impressed and then if you remember we talked about it in E News that that particular woman started getting um, a lot of offers to do a lot of different things including like
2: playboy right
3: including people saying that she should start an OnlyFans account oh. maybe that's why this ended up being such a big thing because over the weekend in dc two bras ended up on drake's stage one was an h cup and the other was an l cup
1: oh, and boy. the funny
3: thing is he picked it up and he goes how big do these go what <laughs> letters did these go up to so, Drake, of course, made a little fun thing saying, you know what? I think you guys are just buying these now, yeah. throwing them up on stage. I there's did have no, that thought. He's like, there's no way that you somebody yeah. out here has an L cup.
2: And you actually well, wear that or did you just bring it?
3: Well, I will say, I know that when you go to, like, I go to um, Lane Bryant's, like, lingerie store. It's called Casique. And they have, I think, up to M. Oh, yeah. So, maybe that's where people have been going there to buy them. Mm. But you've seen some people. They are... Definitely
2: blessed. Yep. Well, if you thought Cousin Eddie from National Lampoon's vacation was crazy in the movie, you should see the guy who lives in that house now. A pair of YouTubers tried to check out the house, which does exist in Boone, Colorado. And the occupant of the house was not having it. He told him the movie sucks and (laughs) they need to grow up. And he would not let them film on his property. The guy was pretty sketchy and a little bit scary. In fact, one of the YouTubers said he was making no sense and appeared to be high. So they drove down the road a bit and filmed the house from the road. And the guy, I guess, got in his truck and drove up and started yelling at him. And he said they they couldn't film even from down the street. And uh, he threatened to call the cops. And so the YouTubers then drove a few miles away, pulled into the gravel parking lot, of a small fruit stand that wasn't open. And while they were standing there, another guy in a blue car drove by them a couple times. So they think that maybe the homeowner called someone else to follow them. Uh, But ultimately they made the wise decision to just leave the area. So don't go to cousin Eddie's house.
3: Yeah, that's if a you're good you're traveling
2: way. through Boone, Colorado.
3: I could see why people would want to go, though. I mean, you like to go to a lot of movie sets and look at the houses where things were filmed.
2: Well, it is interesting. It is kind of fun, you know, when you're traveling somewhere on vacation and you're like, hey, this is the house from a Christmas story. Right,
3: or the Brady Bunch.
2: Yeah, the Brady Bunch. Places I mean, it's a like real... That. House. There's
3: external shots of things like that.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. They didn't film inside these mm-hmm. houses, but they used the exteriors of these homes in the movies, and that's eh, neat when you run it Now, the the Christmas Story house... Which is just outside Cleveland, you actually can go visit. It's like a... A museum. Yeah.
3: Yeah, you can go inside. And they have made it look exactly like the movie, right? Didn't they redo it to look like the inside of the movie?
2: That's what I'm told.
3: That's what I heard. I
2: I didn't go in. I just took pictures from the outside, (laughs) popped by the gift shop, and left.
3: And brought us some goodies. Yeah. All right, in other e-news, it looks like Cardi B might be getting charged for battery after she threw that microphone at a Las Vegas fan.
2: Charges dropped. Yeah. I'm dismissing it.
3: (laughs) We had this story yesterday. It's actually not the woman. So we had this story yesterday that there was a fan that threw an entire cup of liquid at cardi b and cardi b did not miss a beat and she fired her microphone right at this woman well jeff that microphone actually hit that woman but it ricocheted and hit someone else Else, And that other person is the one that took a complaint and filed it with the cops. And the cops are saying, look, we'll look into it. So it's possible that Cardi B might be facing battery charges. But she, it's not really phasing her at all. She has been uh, just enjoying her time at the Palm Casino with Offset. There was a lot of videos of the two of them enjoying some quality time in a hot tub.
2: Hmm. Okay. Well... Lady Gaga finally posted her tribute to Tony Bennett. She said, Tony and I had this magical power. We transported ourselves to another era, modernized the music together, and gave it all new life as a singing duo. But it wasn't an act. Our relationship was very real.
3: Oh, you could tell that. You and I watched that 60 Minutes piece. Oh, yeah. And you could tell that she just she, loved him. She adored him. And he and the same for her.
2: Yeah, she said, our relationship was very real. Though there were five decades between us, he was my friend. My real, true friend. And that, that says a lot oh, yeah. coming from Gaga. She said, I'll never forget Tony Bennett. If I could say anything to the world about this. I would say don't discount your elders. Don't leave them behind when things change. Don't flinch when you feel sad. Just keep going straight ahead. Sadness is part of it. Take care of your elders, and I promise you will learn something special, maybe even magical. And pay attention to silence. Some of my musical partner and I's most meaningful exchanges were with no melody at all.
3: Yeah cuz I remember in that um 60 minutes piece where they were getting together to do that show in New York this was kind of his very last oh, performance yeah, right. And he had no idea who she was. Right. At certain parts during this interview, you could see that's it. when his
2: dementia was getting.
3: Yeah, he had no idea. But when they came on stage and he looked at, see, so I might get teary eyed, but he looked over at her for the performance, and immediately he was like, "I know her." Yeah. And it came back to him, it just lit and it up. was just incredible. Yeah. Yeah.
2: All right, we're going to leave it there for now. That's your latest D News. We'll have more for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake, one headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with what am I looking at here?
3: Tickets to go to Coney Island. You get to hang out with Nat Jones this Sunday at Sunday Funday.
2: Sweet. That's all straight ahead next. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. First, to check the roads.
3: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is
1: Chris Jenner.
3: L.L.C. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hey, Brad. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Fake or For Real. How are you this morning? great. How are you? Excellent.
3: All right, Brad, three headlines, two fake, one real. You get the real headline. You are going to go to Coney Island to visit Natalie for a fun sunburner band. Okay? Okay. So is the real headline A, a parking officer stole money from meters to buy birthday cakes? Is it B, a school crossing guard stole money from kids to buy baseball cards? Or is it C, a cafeteria worker stole money from the register to buy lotto scratchers?
4: Uh, I'm going to say C.
3: It's not C. It's actually A, the meter guy.
2: Yeah, if you've ever fed a parking meter and wondered where the money goes, might be going toward birthday cakes. (laughs) 45-year-old Sakila Coles was the director of parking enforcement for a town in Pennsylvania. That is until she was caught stealing from parking meters. Uh Uh-oh. She would have employees turn in all the coins they got from the meters and another worker would convert them into cash, which she would keep in her desk. Then at least a portion of it would be used as her own personal petty cash. She'd use that money to cover the costs of food, birthday cakes, office parties, uh, restaurant trips for her and her staff. What's
3: wrong with this? I mean, I guess it really belongs to the city, and that's why it's frowned upon.
2: She was not authorized. She's also accused of voiding parking tickets for her family members.
3: That's part of the perks.
2: Who you know, right?
3: (laughs) I see nothing wrong with this story is all I'm going to say.
2: The investigation (laughs) reportedly took months, and she has now been charged with theft and and receiving stolen property among other things
3: that's probably a lot of money over time
2: yeah officials say that she stole more than four thousand three hundred dollars about two thousand dollars of that money has been returned so she's got a little ways to go before she makes complete restitution and settles up whatever fines or jail time she's got pending 17 after seven cincinnati's q102 coming up a classic second date update you might have missed the first time around but it's new to you (laughs) Austin is looking for a second date update this morning with a woman named Isabel and we're going to try to help him out. Hi, Austin.
4: Hey, Hey, what's up? Appreciate you guys taking my call.
2: We're happy to to do it. Mm -hmm. So take us to the beginning. How did you meet Isabel and then we'll get into the first date and go from there.
4: So Isabel, I met her on Tinder, right? We hooked up. It was great. I decided I wanted to see her again. And she said it was cool. And I mean, I've been calling her and there's been no response. I don't know what else you need to know about her. I mean, we met up at a bar, and I thought she was real cool, and, and the conversation was good. She was attractive. I mean, she's got, like, a great smile, a great laugh, nice tight ass. Yep. Yeah. Uh, all the good stuff, you know what I mean?
0: Everything a man wants and needs in a woman. Yep. Yeah.
4: <laughs> and I'm a real good-looking guy. I mean, I work out. I take care of myself. I, I know what to wear. So, I mean, like, you know, I'm sure she was pretty into me. You know, she she kind of, you know, fell onto me pretty quick, you know. And I'm a smart guy, too. I can carry on a conversation with pretty much anybody because I'm in sales. It's just kind of what I do for a living. Okay. And so, I know I was charming.
2: Well, and you're certainly not suffering from any lack of confidence. That's- true. True. I uh, think
4: of that, too. True. I mean, you got to have confidence to operate, you know, in the type of world I operate, you know. I mean, you know, so I, I feel like it was good out of the gate. It didn't take long for us to decide that we want to go somewhere and hook up, so we decided to go to her place. I mean, and I didn't stay all night because I just don't do that the first time. It's kind of weird. But, I mean, I stayed pretty late, and I made it clear that I wanted to see her again. And she made it clear that she wanted to do that too, I, I believe. So, yeah, I don't really know what's up.
2: So, but what do you want out of this? Because you met her on Tinder. It was a hookup. Do you want an eventual relationship out of this, or do you just want to maintain the hookup status?
4: I don't know, man. I feel like relationship is just too, too, too serious of a word right now. You know what I mean? Like, we kind of met on a tr- on attraction and we hooked up. So. I don't know. I was just trying to keep, you know, keep the communication going and, and, and seeing where it went from there, you know.
2: Yeah. Anything else you think is important that we need to know? What was, what was the exit like? What what did the vibe feel like as you were dipping out?
4: You know, I mean, as far as I know, I told her I was, I, I was getting out of there and, you know, I told her I wanted to see her again and she said cool, you okay. know. So when she said cool, I thought that, you know, everything was good, you right. know. And so, I mean, once I left, I knew that I had, you know, done what I felt like I needed to do. I've done my part, put it down. Well, that's what we
2: do. That's what men do, is we take it at face value. If, if they say cool, then we're like, okay, it's cool. Why would we think otherwise,
4: yeah. even if it's not cool? Uh, I, I guess we'll find out, man. I mean, I, I know I was great on the date. Okay, awesome.
0: that's all we need to you know. You did your part. You were fantastic. Right. We'll have now, Isabel pick up the rest. You said she has a nice tight ass. How's yours?
4: Oh, strong. I work out. You know, I get my squats in. I, work, I don't miss leg day. Okay, <laughs> just
0: to be fair, all
4: right oh, yeah
2: then we'll take a break when we come back we'll call Isabel and see what she really thought of Austin and his ass <laughs> coming up the second date update continues next with Jeff and Jen Cincinnati's Q102 hmm. Austin met Isabel on Tinder and they hooked up. I mean they went to a bar first. yeah but they ultimately hooked up at her place. He likes Isabel. she's attractive. Got a great life great sense of humor and as austin put it a tight ass
0: there it is priorities so jen
2: asked austin about his ass and what did he say what did you say austin
4: oh i said my my ass is awesome i do squats you know i work out <laughs> there you
0: go good to know because yeah, now- you know you can't ask for some ask someone else for something that you're not willing to give yourself you know that right? is just yeah. not fair so, if you expect a woman to have a tight ass, you better have one too.
4: That's right. That's completely fair. She better be in a gym as much as me. There
0: you go. And if you want her to have big boobs, well, then you uh, never mind. That you better work. have big something else, yeah. mister.
2: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Now, with all this in mind, Austin's not necessarily looking for a relationship out of this. He just, you know, because you just want to hook up again, right? You don't want it to necessarily be a yeah, girlfriend. Yeah, you know what?
4: It, it could lead to more. It could lead to more. But we were vibing. You know, the, the date was the, the date was dope. Like, you know, I felt the sex was great. So I don't know. I don't know why we should mess up a good thing.
0: He does not need to define it right now. That's yeah. fine. it
4: has got a situation ship.
0: That's, That's right. right. <laughs> okay, let's call her.
2: Hello. Hello. Is this Isabel? Yes. Isabel, nice to meet you. I'm Jeff. This is my partner, Jen. Hi. We got Tim and Fritch in the Morning. room. We're all here. We got you on speakerphone. How are you?
5: Uh, I'm good. This is, like the radio show?
2: Yeah. You ever have a chance to listen?
5: Yeah, I listen all the time.
2: Excellent. Cool. Well, guess who called us about you?
5: Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a second date
0: update? Yes. Yep, your lucky day. (laughs) Oh, my God.
2: Now, Austin sounds like a very confident man. Yeah. And he told us about your date, which by his account sounded great. Sounds like you both had a great time. And even when he was leaving your place, he asked you if you guys could get together again. And you said, cool. I don't know if that was like a cool as in blow off, get out of my house. Cool or if you're really down for getting together again but you've been a bit scarce lately and he's wondering what's up
5: yeah listen like I'm not even gonna lie to you I ghosted him and I I don't have any regrets about it like he is just I don't know his personality kind of took me off guard very full of himself type of dude and he's also like an in and out kind of guy which I realized like he came over to my house you know, which, of course, I welcome, like, I, I wanted him to come over, but I don't know. There were just a couple of things that happened that just, like, turned me off. Like, one, he, like, I don't know, he gave me, like, a hit-it-and-quit-it type vibe, you know? Like, we, you know, messed around or whatever, and then, like, he left shortly afterwards. And also, this is going to maybe sound weird, but, like, I didn't like the attitude that he had towards my cat, Shiva.
0: Towards your cat? What did he yeah. do with the cat?
5: Well, like, the cat was on the bed, and we were on the bed, you know, and at one point he just, like, threw the cat off, like, just, like, one foul swoosh. It was, like, you know, and she she wasn't hurt necessarily, but it was, like, she let out, like, a meow, and it was, like, dude, like, that's my cat. Like, that's my best friend. You know, like, my cat is my family. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, like, the cat wasn't doing anything. Like, just, like, laying where he's supposed you know. Yeah. They lay on yeah. bed.
2: Well I could see why he wouldn't want that there during a specific activity, but uh maybe more of a gentle nudge than a than a swipe
5: Yeah, a, Toss,
0: yeah. Right. move.
5: Or like ask me to yeah. move, Shiva,
0: you know? Yeah. It's right. Yeah.
5: Just strange and like that just rub me the wrong way. And yeah, like I don't know. If you're not a cat person, like I can't I can't, you know? Like I, cats are my life.
2: So it sounds like you weren't loving the attitude he had. You weren't necessarily feeling the hit it and quit it. And then when the cat thing, that was just like the third notch. Like, let's, this is done.
5: Yeah. And I mean, I, I've listened to the show. I know he's probably listening. And so you guys have talked to him. And I'm sure you can get that life full of yourself type vibe from him. Like, he's just very cocky, you know?
2: Well, I mentioned that he didn't seem to be suffering from any lack of confidence.
0: So. True. I don't think he's going to be devastated.
2: Why? Okay. Austin, you're still with us? I'm here. Care to comment, weigh in, rebut.
4: I mean, I I really didn't know that was the big that was the big issue. I mean, it's not that I'm I'm not really a cat person. I mean, I like cats, you know what I mean? It's just that you know when I'm trying to focus, I only got room for one in my bed at a <laughs> time. Yeah. You know? Any more than that, it's kind of a distraction. I mean, I'm sure you can agree, you don't want me distracted when I'm doing my thing, right?
5: I mean, even that response in itself is just, like, exactly what I'm talking about. When you know he was I mean? doing like, his
4: thing, I mean, did you feel good about that?
5: No, honestly, I feel like he's got a way bigger ego than he should.
4: Oh. He can't oh. afford to have that attitude.
0: Hmm.
4: Yeah. Oh, that's easy to say now. It's all right, though. I mean, like, I, you know, I, I hear this all the time. You know, I'm, I'm not fooling myself, man. I'm just realistic about what I have to offer. You know, I know I'm a catch, and... I just know my self-worth, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that.
0: Okay. Just be nice to the kitties, okay?
4: I'll do my best.
0: All of them. Jen has eight.
4: <laughs> it is eight, right?
0: Yeah. Okay. For yeah. now.
2: You'd be fighting for space in that bed. Man.
0: That's right. You're in big trouble right. <laughs> because one of them is bigger than a dog. Right.
2: <laughs> well, Isabel, thank you for listening to our show and for having the conversation with us.
0: Yeah. You're welcome.
2: Okay, and Austin, appreciate you putting yourself out there. Best of luck to you. I'm sure you'll land on your feet.
4: Thanks a lot. Just like a cat. Thanks, guys. You betcha.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's
4: true. I love it. Bye-bye.
2: Take it easy. All right, so if we can do a second aid update for you, shoot us an email, Jeff and Jen at wkrq.com. And coming up next, how to help the teachers help the kids. <laughs> Trying to help out the teachers, help out the kids. It's what we do. We do it every year. Uh, Right around this time, we team up with crayons to computers for shop for teacher to help area teachers get the supplies they need for the upcoming school year. And so what we're doing all throughout the month of August, and it is the first day of August, is collecting school supplies. Uh, And it's very simple. It's very easy to assist. You know, some, some volunteer efforts require a little more effort than others. Mm-hmm. This is not that.
3: Some of them require, like, a lot of time. This is not that. Nope. It is so easy. Wicked easy. Yeah, you just go to the website, WKRQ.com. It's the first thing you will see pop up. You click that, it will take you to our Amazon wish list, and you just click your favorite words, add to cart, add yep. to cart. <laughs>
2: Words that make you feel good inside. (laughs) That's right. Add to cart.
3: Add to cart. It's super easy and it ships right to crayons to computers. And you know what? I was talking to Molly about yesterday. I was like, you know, if you think about the fact that you just say you eat lunch out one time a week and it's what, five, six, seven dollars maybe?
2: Oh, it'll cost more than that.
3: I I know, but that's my point. Like there are school supplies on our list that are less expensive than what you would spend eating lunch. lunch out. Yeah. You know?
2: Absolutely.
3: And it's really easy. I mean, everything from dry erase markers to personal hygiene products. Because, you know, kids often show up at schools without anything. Yeah. And teachers use their own money to supply, to give supplies to those kids. And if we can help them out, that would be incredible.
2: So help us help them out. If you, again, go to the website, WKRQ.com, you'll find the Amazon wish list. that It lists literally everything that is needed the most right now. And you can choose, you know, whatever works best for you, whatever's in your price range, whatever you're able to give, if you can, and help out our local teachers. And this that's thats the key is it's going to teachers right here in our community. Mm-hmm. We're helping local students, and we couldn't do this without the uh, participation and partnership of Huff Realty and Thomas More University. It is 741 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. Speaking of the... The first day of August. Got a lot to look forward to this month. First Boy, of all, I, like I, you know, I joke about this. First day of every month. Oh, my God. Can you believe it's <laughs> August already?
3: I actually can't. I feel like where did summer go?
2: It really has flown by. Yeah,
3: it has. I mean, it feels like the kids just got out of school and now hours go back next Thursday.
2: Yeah, a lot of stuff to look forward to in theaters, in sports, on TV, I uh, got some silly holidays too. On television, the third and final season of Physical hits Apple Plus TV tomorrow. Uh, season two of Winning Time: The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty hits HBO this Sunday. Season three of Only Murders in the Building premieres August eighth, and I
3: haven't watched that show yet. Have you? Mm-mm. That's Selena Gomez with Martin Short and uh, Steve Martin. Yep.
2: The final season of Billions lands on the 13th and the latest Star Wars spinoff, Star Wars Ahsoka, premieres on Disney Plus, August 23rd. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem opens tomorrow. Meg 2, The Trench arrives Friday.
3: Yes, I can't wait to get to see that one.
2: Uh, Strays with Will Ferrell and Jamie Foxx as disgruntled dogs hits theaters on the 18th.
3: (laughs) That sounds fun.
2: Uh, So does the new DC Comics movie Blue Beetle. And Gran Turismo opens on the 25th. And what else, what else, what else? Everyone else in sports gets started next week. If you're a tennis fan, the U.S. Open starts August 28th.
3: I was going to say, the Western and Southern Western Open and Southern. will be happening next week. Yep. But there are 15th, some fun—I um, don't know what holidays you have listed on there, but as a part of my duties for the fun committee— I had to go through the whole month of August and look at, like, what are some of the fun national days that we could do? Yeah. And so here are just a few that we tossed around. I don't know if we're going to be doing any of these, but here are just a few. Okay. The first one would be uh, National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day is happening Uh, August 4th.
0: Cookie!
3: And Jen, I was wondering if maybe Jen's mom could get on board with a little bit of cookie making because she is, like, the cookie authority. Um, Also, National Rupier Float Day. August yeah. 6th. That's a good one. Oh, yeah. And then this one's where you can come in, Jeff. A national tell-a-joke day is happening on August the 16th.
0: Hmm.
3: I was thinking maybe you could go around the building and just tell jokes. Just tell I, jokes all And day. I can make a little video of it. And then one of our personal favorites, National Radio Day, August the 20th, we'll be celebrating.
2: We get a day.
3: Yep. and August then August 20th. August 26th is National Dog Day.
2: This Thursday is National Grab Some Nuts Day.
3: I don't know why I didn't see that one.
2: How did you miss that?
3: I have no idea how I missed National Nuts Day.
2: And Friday is International Beer Day.
3: Oh, that sounds good. Hmm.
2: What else is going on? Um, well,
3: do you have anything to look forward to this month? Anything going on?
2: Let's see. August 12th is Vinyl Record Day. Oh, look at that. Just love listening to the cackle of a vinyl record.
3: There is something about the cracking and the popping that makes it sound yep. awesome.
2: Nothing actually on it. It's
3: just it's going in a circle. Yeah.
2: So that's what we have to look forward to in August. And uh, that's pretty much it. And and this unseasonably beautiful weather, like low humidity, gorgeous sunshine. Yeah, it's awesome. I have only 83. We sat outside last night.
3: Yeah, it was fun. We had it's cheer. gorgeous. We had cheer camp. Well, last week, cheer camp was canceled a lot because, the you know, the heat index was at like 100. Stupid. Yeah, it was dumb. Ridiculous. So we actually had cheer camp last night, and it was so nice. Just sitting there and yeah. enjoying the nice breeze. That's something I'm kind of looking forward to is the return of high school football and that all kind of kicks off in August when school goes back.
2: So there's a Reddit section called does anybody else where people list weird things they do and ask if other people do them too? And and I I guess the idea behind that is so you don't feel weird, (laughs) which, you know, so what? Anyway, someone went through and cherry picked the best ones, and here's a few you've probably done before but never mentioned. When you have to, when you have to spell the word Wednesday, mm-hmm. do you sound it out in your head as Wednesday?
3: Oh, every single time. Me too. Yeah, because when I was in the second grade, I missed out on the spelling bee because I could not spell Wednesday. And so now that's kind of a lesson learned for me for wedding day.
2: Yeah, I I do the same thing. So you're not weird. Yeah. Does it make it less weird if more than one person does it? Suddenly you're not weird because so and so does it too. Well,
3: yeah, or that does it totally make it makes it less weird. Less weird. Yeah. Okay. If because you, you know so weird
2: just less weird.
3: It's like one of those situations where you say something and everybody looks at you like um you're like just me.
2: Uh Yeah. I
3: guess it's just me.
2: <laughs> I get that a lot. Do you ever come across a distinct smell that takes you back to a vague childhood memory, but you just can't put your finger on what it is? Happens to me all the time.
3: Like when you smell something, you're like, oh, I know what that.
2: What oh, is that, that smell? Yeah. What
3: is that? And
2: you might not even be able to identify it. You just know that... Whatever it was associated made you feel good,
3: mm-hmm. so you feel happy.
2: So you feel happy, yeah. But that's all the more reason why you want to you want to know what it is. What is that exactly, so that you can find it or maybe get more of it? What is that? Is that a perfume? Is that a is that a flower? Maybe that's a food. What is that? <laughs> Do you ever bump into something and say, "Ouch," even though it didn't actually hurt?
3: Yeah. Also, excuse me. Like, if you run into the wall, you're like, oh, excuse me.
2: I do that. (laughs) Oh, excuse me. (laughs) Pardon me, doorway.
3: See, it's not just me. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I had this thought yesterday because I got something out of the closet, and I immediately ran into the wall. And I'm like, why? I know my spatial surroundings. Why am I walking so close? I'm just in such a hurry. I can't slow down to not hit the wall.
2: Yeah, I broke my wrist. Misjudging a doorway years ago.
3: Oh, wow. A long time ago. I didn't know that.
2: Yeah. Before I worked here. hmm Horsing around with a buddy. And I was running, not really paying attention, looking where I was going. Right smack down on the side of the doorway. But Damn. I hit my, I, I just, I hit it at an angle that it just, Ooh. a little green stick fracture in the wrist. Yikes. Doing that. Uh, what else? What else? What else? When you pee.
3: Ha! You do it. <laughs> I can tell by your reaction. I don't when even you know what it is. Pee
2: and it's totally clear. Oh,
3: yeah. You give yourself a high five.
2: <laughs> Big time.
3: I had to do a, um, I worked one time and I don't even remember how long ago this was, but I remember telling you about it. There's like a Walmart fulfillment center in Monroe. Is okay. that where, or is that, I think it's either Monroe or Lebanon or something like that. And I went to the restroom there, and on the back of the door, they had like what color is your pee? If it's any of these colors or below, you need to have a hydration.
2: Do they really? Yeah,
3: because the warehouse gets so hot. Oh, wow. Because you got to remember, like those doors are constantly like open and shutting, like loading things. Yeah, right. And so they had like a, almost like a, ch- it was a chart that wow. told you this color, if you are this color in. Below any of these colors, it's a hydration break.
2: My first reaction to that was how inappropriate until you explained it. I'm like, oh, that totally makes sense.
3: Yeah, because I mean they these people could be passing out up there. Right. But I always wondered too, like with guys, when you pee in the urinal, you can't see what color it is, right? Or does it pool?
2: Um, it it depends on the urinal, but most of the time, yeah, you can't really know. You don't So This is
3: mostly for men that just pee into the toilet.
2: Sometimes, depending on the urinal, there might be a tiny little pool of water at the very base of it. Uh, but sometimes it, it just sort of gets dark down there. So you can't really tell.
0: Mm
3: -hmm. So it's hard for you to know when you're hydrated. Yeah.
2: And then you got those fancy modern ones, like the ones that we had over at the other place that, uh, oh yeah, you wouldn't.
3: I didn't go in there. I don't know.
2: I think they did away with them or they they were just sort of waterless. Oh, yeah. Gross. Uh, What else? What else? What else? Are you ever driving behind the same car for a really long time and then they take an exit and you feel kind of sad that they're gone?
3: Or you give a thumbs up. Like, sometimes I'll do that. Like, if you're following them, especially if I'm tailing someone that's speeding and I really enjoy that they're speeding in front of me. As right, because well. you're
2: pacing yourself and we're with pacing. them. You're kind of hiding behind yeah. them thinking. You're like, well,
3: he's going to get pulled over before me.
2: Exactly. And
3: then when he gets off of the exit, you're you like, give him a whole. Aw, high. dude. Yeah. You come give him on. a thumbs up like, thanks, buddy. It's been a good time.
2: <laughs> yeah, now I'm out here on my own.
3: Yep, from Florence to Covington. Damn it. Thumbs up.
2: Back to the speed limit. <laughs> Uh, what else, what else, what else? Okay, when you think a song or a movie is amazing.
3: Yes.
2: But then you show it to someone else, and as, the more the movie goes on, the more you feel self-conscious, like it's not really that great.
3: Or you know you're losing them. Yeah. You know, when you show them. This happens, like, a lot with, Jen and I love the movie Love Actually. Right. But it's really not for everyone. They don't really like my man doesn't like it as much as I do.
2: Uh I didn't love and it. And you
3: didn't either. No. And he's like, This movie is like for chicks. Chicks love this movie. And I'm like, I know, but it's so you should watch it. it's so good.
2: How is it good?
3: Yeah, it just is.
2: Uh what else? Okay, if you flush the toilet but don't get a full flush.
3: Do you reflush?
2: Or do you stand there and wait for the tank to refill?
3: Ooh, I don't know. I guess it kind of depends on where I am. Like if you if it's dirty still, you would stand there and wait for it to refill and then reflush, right? Yeah. But if it just, yeah you
2: kind of have to.
3: If it just has some like residual toilet paper, I think you're fine. Yeah. Just move along.
2: When your pet is on your lap and you need to get up, do you ever try to explain it to them? Like, okay, I, I got to go get a drink, but don't leave. I'm coming back.
3: Oh, yeah. I talk to my dog all the time now that we're home alone a lot during the day together. Yeah. Her name's Piper, but I call her Sissy. I'll be like, come on, Sissy. We got to go outside. Or I'll be like, what did you think of that show? Did you like that show? Yeah. Did you hear those crickets? Were those crickets, Sissy?
2: Does she answer you?
3: <laughs> no. She looks at me like I'm oh. nuts. Most of the time, she just acts really annoyed. Kind of like my kid and, you know, you guys. ha. <laughs>
2: That's just my resting look. <laughs> do you ever put on a sock, spot a hole in it, and decide this is the last time I'm ever wearing these socks again, but then you forget, you toss them in the in the hamper, and you end up washing them again and repeat the process?
3: Maybe. I guess yeah, so. No. I I'm really worthy. thought about you it. You and
2: I both disconnected from this because I don't either. The minute I see that spot and—
3: You just chuck them?
2: I take it off immediately and yeah, chuck it. I think it. I do too. I want it out.
3: Cause I don't like the way it feels when I have a hole in my sock on my sh- in my shoe, right. and sometimes you like you know when you are wear a pair of socks and you're like oh I feel like it's a hole Yep. and then you open it you're like oh I hate done. that feeling yeah I don't yeah. really know if I do that one.
2: Have you ever spent thirty minutes writing an email that ended up only being about two sentences, like where you've spent a lot of time on an email because you're so consumed with how you're going to come across that you end up spending a ridiculous amount of time on this email that in reality is only a couple of sentences long.
3: Well, the only time I really find that I do that is when I feel like I want to be, like if I'm mad or if I'm upset. Right. And then I got to type out the whole thing. Yeah. And say all the things that I want to say. Right. And then I'm like, once I let it out and then read it, I realize, okay, you don't don't, need to say all of that. I don't need to say all of that. Just say Do Friday at 5 p.m., thanks, yeah. or whatever it is.
2: Yep. Yeah. like, know, when you're mad. I haven't
3: heard from you on this, and I've been waiting since Monday, and I sent this out last week. Is there any way that you could please get this to me today because you're holding up everybody else's work, blah, 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 blah?
2: Okay, calm down.
3: But I said that, though. After <laughs> I get it out, I'm like, all right, how about you have this to me by Friday?
2: Do you love being told to calm down?
3: No. <laughs> I do not enjoy that. At all.
2: <laughs> or saying no. Sometimes people have a really hard time saying no. And they will spend you know, a half hour, 45 minutes on an email trying to come up with a way to say no in a very gentle way when all they could really just say is, I'm sorry, I can't. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm sorry, I, I don't want to do that or I can't do that or I'm that comes, not available to do that.
3: But that comes with people feeling like they have to tell you why. You know, right. I feel like that's something, the older you get, the more you realize I don't own you. I don't owe you an explanation on why I'm not doing that. I'm just not.
2: Yeah. Like that photo shoot that we had last week and I scheduled this doctor's appointment. It's really hard to get into my doc. She's not accepting any new patients. It's really I hard. Understand. And I got to book these months in advance. So I booked this appointment, I get this appointment. And you've had it for forever. And then this photo shoot comes up, you know, a few weeks before. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I can't do it. And, you know, I understand the predicament that now the rest of the team is in. Mm
0: -hmm. Because
2: everybody's
3: available but you.
2: Right. But I I think you kind of steamed there for like a few days before you finally said, You were trying to gauge the importance of the appointment without actually asking, and then you finally asked, and I'm like, I had to tell you. Well, the thing- It's just a routine doctor's appointment, but it's important.
3: Well, the reason why I steamed was because I tried to do 852,000 workarounds, which was, could we do this time? Can we do that? Can you do this time? Can you do- You're trying to schedule something with four people and a video person and a- uh, business and all of those people, oh, and then I get they it. were only available on this day and that. La la. And I'm like, oh my god, it wasn't you. It was I was so over the situation.
2: Yeah, I got you. Know it.
3: what I mean? I just was like, oh my gosh. And so it was like, can we use the? You know, it was the back and forth. I know. And can we do this? Can we do that? I what felt about bad. This? What about that? You shouldn't have felt bad because that's your own time. But well, At I, the same time, it's like you were the only holdout.
2: No, I I felt bad for you because oh. I understood. The frustration. The position you were in. Yeah.
3: Yeah. But it ended up working out, which was the glorious part of all of it.
2: But I did feel that pressure to explain myself. Mm -hmm. Like, instead of just saying, I can't, I I had to qualify it with. Yeah.
3: Well, why not? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, why can't it be moved?
2: Right. (laughs) No. (laughs) No. You know how long it takes me to get an appointment with this person? Yep. Yeah.
3: That was the go-between. That's when being the Jeff and Jen liaison is not at its most fun peak. Right.
2: (laughs) We all have those days, though. Uh, I got to take a quick break. Coming up. Oh, yeah. The perfect sandwich. What is the perfect sandwich? What's on it? And how do you make it? Among other things. Plus your chance at $1,000, 1K letter of the day. Is coming up next. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG
4: Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.